Harlan was born in New York City and bleeds Giants blue. Derek has Super Bowl shuffled his way through life. They have plenty of thoughts on their teams, the NFL, and everything in between. This is TDs and Tangents. Bears or the New York Giants? Just give me numbers. Come on, Google. I don't need the rivalry. I just need to know total wins. Bears versus Giants record. No, I don't need that either. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you what. Trying to look up anything is impossible anymore. How many wins have impossible. the Bears had? in their history. The Bears are 793 wins. How many? What? That's what it says. <laughs> oh, I already I have it right now. <laughs> Chicago Bears lead the series 36-25-2. Oh, compare oh, like versus one another? I think yes. like oh, you mean like all-time victories. wins? Oh, all-time victories. I, we the Bears have, have 793 <laughs> wins versus the Giants. How many how many Wins have the have the New York Giants had in their history. Seven ninety three to now. Come on, we are seven. Giants have won more than seven hundred games. Okay, well, what's the number? Seven hundred and twenty one. Okay, so seventy less wins (laughs) than the Bears. That. You know, like, how many seasons? How many seasons do you have? Six to ten, I think. What? Six to ten seasons? <laughs> what? Seven hundred ninety-three wins over the last decade. Uh, the Bears are an expansion team, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> They've been around since like eighteen forty-five or something. So like that. next year is actually the Giants' hundredth year. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Well, that's not right. Nineteen twenty-five to ni- to twenty twenty-three. So I'm guess, but it says seasons 99, 99 seasons the Giants had. So next year's the hundredth season. Hundredth season. Yeah, the the Bears had the hundredth season like in nineteen twenty or something like that, or in twenty. Nineteen twenty, man. They've been around since the the nineteen hundreds. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Well, do we need to talk about big time Giants news? Um, if by big time Giants news is we reluctantly got our defensive coordinator, if that's his <laughs> the Giants agree to terms with Shane Bowen, their new defensive coordinator. Yeah, Shane actually spelled the correct way versus every S-C-H-O-E-N. time I try to every, every time I try to say our general manager's name, I want to call him Sheowen. Sheowen, <laughs> you know, it's like the weird spelling of Sean. Right, so yes. people that spell it S E A N. That's clearly mm-hmm. seen. Or C A N. It's not. It's never Sean. It's never Sean. Sure. But this is Shane Bowen. I know nothing of Shane Bowen in his history. Yeah, he was the offensive coordinator, apparently, of the Tim, the Titans, when Vrabel oh, was there. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, they did decent defense. Hmm. I said offense, defense coordinator. Yes. I knew what you meant. They were in the top ten one of those years, I think. That's not too bad. It's not. It's not. But it doesn't seem like it was their first choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I wonder what they were sweet. The thing that the thing if I if I'm a Giants fan that would be disappointing to me is 
there's other staffs that have been totally filled out from a defensive coordinator position in the off season. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like the giants are like at the end. Yeah. We've like lost every, everybody else got their defensive coordinators. I think even the Washington commanders got their defensive coordinator. I think Dallas Cowboys, the, the Dallas Cowboys team. don't have theirs. Yeah. yeah. And there was Cow- Ron Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to work. Riverboat Ron. No, <laughs> I don't think so. It's not going to work. Not from but, Dan Quinn to, to him. Even the bears got their defensive coordinator. I don't. So I think the Giants wanted, I forget who they wanted. They wanted a few people that they just didn't get. They whiffed on. I think they wanted the Bills guys. I think mm-hmm. there was just a few teams that they wanted and they just didn't get them for whatever reason. Uh, maybe Day, Day Bowl is a jerk. I don't know. Um, that's a possibility. That's, that's, that's what's been, that's been going around. He wound up losing. He fired his entire offensive staff. So he had to hire pretty much, not offensive staff, defense. Mm-hmm. O-line coach was fired. Titans coach wound up leaving. They just signed a Titans coach. Um, special teams coach was fired. I think we got a new special teams coach. Defensive coordinator uh, left after he fired all his linebackers. <laughs> like after he's like, yeah, I'm going to fire your guys too. I know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but honestly, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There uh, is, there was a, and I cannot find it anywhere. And th- this is how I know that Brian Dayball is, is to me, feels sketchy. Mm-hmm. During the draft last year, I watched almost every minute of televised draft last year, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, God. which is, which is kind of gross when you think about it. Yes. But there was a time when they're like, let's check in on the giants. And you see Brian Dayball stand up and he rubs his fingers across his gums. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. Oh, you can't find it anymore anywhere else. I I remember seeing it, and there was a Twitter thread, not Twitter, a Reddit thread about it. And uh, it's like, what is he rubbing across his gums? And the the consensus is either Adderall or Coke. I assume it's Adderall. Uh, But, like, you know there's live cameras there. What if it's Ambisol? What if he has tooth problem? He has a massive <laughs> tooth decay, and Ambisol is the only thing he had to numb his gums. Maybe, maybe it's a topical painkiller for his gums. That's, that's what I. Which that's I what think I would cocaine would be as well. So, <laughs> and see, he's not using that. He went to Ambisol, but I cannot find that clip anywhere online. It's it's NFL. Maybe scrubbing. it didn't happen. Maybe it never well, happened. It happened. So. I saw it happen. I was like, what? And then I remember going to Reddit, and I was, and it was like the top post. For a minute there. Well, um, listen, yeah. listen, mm. listen. If 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 he has a coke problem, hey, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, he's not a player. It doesn't matter. <laughs> who cares? Look at him. We got owners who's just coming back from. I don't want to say possible suspected overdoses. Oh, where <laughs> Jim Hersey uh, just came. Where uh, Nar- no, what's it called? Narcan or Narcan? They said supposedly had to bring him. Was the only, was the only thing, thing to bring him, so bring him back? An opioid, opioid. Like, uh, listen, I, I'm I'm not going to uh, demonize people with substance abuse problems, no. right? Because it's a, but it happens for it, me <laughs> with Dayball. That 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 to me is just like a a a brand of arrogance associated because there's so many live cameras in the war room. That's and why it was Ambisol. That's what happened. Yeah, it you're right. You're right. It had to be Ambisol. But so they finally get a defensive coordinator. And I, I haven't talked about the Bears and what they've done because they had to get a defensive coordinator because they had to fire their previous defensive coordinator for 
uh, well, we don't, we still behavioral don't know. problems. <laughs> we still and, don't know. We don't know what that was, but they hired Eric Washington, which I thought was a great hire because he started with the Bears as a coordinator, but he was the Bills defensive line uh, coach last year, hmm. uh, which would be good. So Eberflus, who is a a, a secondary guy, uh, will have the DBs coached, and then Eric Washington will be doing the, the defensive line. The but then the Bears also had to hire their offensive coordinator because they let Luke Getze go which was the right move because he's a terrible offensive coordinator. That's fine. <laughs> but, but they struck while iron was hot because when Pete Carroll was stepped down or was fired or whatever. Happened, you think he was fired? I, I, I think, I think it was one of those, we're going to fire you. And Pete it was, I, I think that's, I, I just think it's like, Dude, it's your time. It's your time. We need to move in a different direction. We love you. You've done so much for this organization. When you're 72, we just have to like make moves. So they made moves, right? That's fine. Uh, But it allowed the Bears to swoop up Shane uh, uh, Waldron, their offensive coordinator, who was on my short list of if they fire Eberflus, let's look at this guy as for head coach, right? Mm hmm. and and he built a really nice staff around him. I don't remember all the names, but the, they're whatever. But Luke Getzey's gone. But now Luke Getzey got hired <laughs> this week by the Las Vegas Raiders as an offensive missed, coordinator. They missed out on Chris Kingsbury. They missed. They missed out on they, Kingsbury. They oh, said ink was almost dry on the paper that he that he saw. Yeah, like they had announced it. They like announced they didn't the- had announced it, but they were like everyone else had announced it, and then all of a sudden. Well, Cliffy boy is going to go somewhere else. And Washington, right? Well, then Washington. Washington with Cook. Quinn, with yes. Dan Quinn. Yes. Mm. So Dan Quinn has had Kyle Shannon as OC, mm-hmm. and they went to the AFC champ, the uh, NFC, the Super Bowl, and got destroyed by the <laughs> by New England in that one. Not destroyed, but they had the biggest meltdown. So he's had solid offensive coordinators, coach people. Who, I don't think Cliff is that great of a head coach, but as an OC, it might work. Very, no, see, here's the thing. Even, I, I don't know. I just think he's, I don't think he runs a pro style offense. I think he, he has an offense. He, yeah, he's college. He's, he's very works college. A, works in the, yes. in the college ranks, but it, it, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I, I think, so there's a lot that happened with that too, because Ben Johnson was supposed to be the head coach of Washington. And that, and he's the office coordinator for Detroit. Remember, and that yeah, was yep. all, but that was all but signed. Yep, they, and, that's what I, I've heard people say that that's the only thing they can think of why Washington didn't interview anyone else. That other thing they had to have known that that was going to that 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 was their pick, like almost signed, but never happened. He decided lately to stop to not do it. Well, I mean, to his. Advantage and Washington's disadvantage. He was playing in the NFC Championship game, or yes. his team was. So he had to prepare for that. And to his credit, he didn't. He he was fully dedicated to that, even though they they blew, right? Mm-hmm. So they couldn't hold the in person interview until after they were out of the playoffs. Which, if you're an agent, you gotta love that. Yes. <laughs> so there was set up for that. To Tuesday after the game or whatever, the Washington brass were flying out, but they weren't flying out just for Ben Johnson. They were also flying out to interview somebody else as well. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name is. And Ben Johnson on Monday said, "Ah, it's just I don't. I don't want. I want to run it back. 
I, I don't, I don't want, well, he said that it, it didn't, the fit didn't feel right to him because the owners are, are basketball people that have an inflated sense of their football knowledge. That's what he said. That's what he said. And it wasn't, That's a, true, it wasn't a good but... fit for him. So there's a mm. chance. And I kind of felt this way after magic Johnson and company bought the commanders. And as soon they would lose the game and magic would come out and have things to say about the loss. Like, oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he would come out after losses and be like, you know, we need to do this. We need to stop this. And it's like, I, I, I don't know if, if that's like the right venue for him. But let me let me ask a question. Sure. Yes, he's a basketball guy, mm-hmm. right? And but half the other owners are they football guys? Like, show me an owner who oh, not an owner, but any new owner who's a football guy david tepper because he was in he had something to do with the pittsburgh steelers maybe like the 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 guys who own the rams like jerry jones was an oil guy the 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 guy who's the owner of the jacksonville jaguars is a soccer guy (laughs) you know what i mean like sure like it's hard to say they're basketball guys they don't know how many the, the, the Walmart owns the, the Denver Broncos. No, that's true. They're not. But I, I don't think it's so much the basketball guy as it is the basketball people running the it. knowledge. They're an inflated view of the Jerry Jones. Guy. I understand. <laughs> but but I mean, listen, same situation. I, you named good names. Let's say Tepper came to you at, and we've joked about him. Pretty yes. consistently. I <laughs> no. wouldn't want to work for him in a football capacity. No. I don't care how much he's throwing money at me. Well, except for the fact that <laughs> except he throws a lot of money fired and then I don't have to do anything and I collect those checks. <laughs> no, I can't say except he throws a lot of money. Yes. And then he throw he fires you almost instantly, instantly. and then you still have to pay, all right? So yes. there's that. But I mean, if this was your chance to to if it doesn't feel right to you, you don't have to pull that trigger. But this is two you years don't. in a row he's done this. So uh I, I I don't think it's a bad move. I think you just no, you do whatever you're supposed to be right. He's for you. he's got a job when he wants a job. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's he's got, and it's like I have the ability to pick the job that I want, and yep. I don't want that job. That's that's but that to me is all you have to say. Yes, it wasn't right for me. Yep. Not at this point in time. I with, want to run it back. There's with, so many things you could say, which is what he he would have done if the commanders didn't talk about how unprofessional he was uh, uh, i don't think he was was he uh josh mcdaniel's unprofessional or was yeah. he or is he just he, i guess when they say that unprofessional they means we had a verbal agreement and he probably reneged on his verbal agreement that's the only thing i could think of as unprofessional but well, technically they shouldn't have had a verbal close. agreement He'd, he'd never interviewed for the position, I don't think. No, yeah, he just had the the one so, virtual interview, the Zoom call. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find if I can find anything, but it was it was basically, and then, but then you also get so after this happened, you get some of the the mouthpieces like Schefter 
uh, <laughs> at talking shit about Ben Johnson afterwards, about how he's ruined his, his chances to be head coach. He's nope. passed two years in a row. Like nope. this is this how you go from being on a short list to not being on a list. It can. The owners talk. They, they're going to be in their meetings and their those meetings, same meetings where they told they said, listen, we're going to we're going to transition tag Lamar. Don't nobody take him. <laughs> nobody take Lamar. We still want him. OK, so these are the same meetings that could easily say we don't like this guy. But he's not the guy for you guys. What's his face? Blackballed easily, I believe, in NFL. What what's his face? The 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 Titanic captain of sinking <laughs> ships. Uh the Titanic Josh? of Titanic captains, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. <laughs> okay. He he got hired by the That's Colts, what I meant. Yeah. And he, and then he said no. He made them fire people. He made there was he was like, I need I'm bringing this guy over too. And they was like, oh, I guess we're firing off in the coordinator. He's like, okay. They and fired then he them. still got a job afterwards. Yeah. But he better not ever work again. God, he can't, he at least not a head coach job. He should take a break from coaching for a little bit because he's just not good. So maybe that's why uh, Bill Belichick didn't get any real. Because he kept telling everyone he's bringing that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Except for apparently the Falcons, but he turned down the Falcons. Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. That just, that, that sounds like, that seemed like a safe face move. Well, I don't want to work for the mini like that. You know what I mean? Like people keeps now talking about, hey, Bill, why didn't you get a job this one? Now it's like, well, I didn't get a job because I didn't want the job. Like instead of Bill, you didn't get the job because you weren't really wanted. Well, now what if he's coming from a team that he was pretty much forced out of that did not have a quarterback for the last three years? Mm -hmm. And if the only position that uh, what what if he the only opportunity was the Falcons and their quarterback their quarter, current quarterback is Desmond Ritter, who is and if they didn't have a legitimate plan at quarterback, but then why would why would you want to take that job? But that's you come in if you do you not do you not want to run the do you not want to run half the side of the ball of the field but as the head coach? But you, you got we got free agents we could get. Who do you want us to try to get? Do you want us to try to make a trade for Russell Wilson? Do you want us to get Jameis Winston to come over here for a year? Who do you want? Who do you want us to try to get? You or we need someone to come and lead us, right? Because we obviously don't know what we're doing. Our general manager may have some input on stuff, right? <laughs> we, we don't know what we're doing. We need you to come lead us to tell us in the direction that you want to do it. You're giving you the ability to lead us. No, we don't have a pick. We don't have it. But do you want us to go? Is there anyone you want us to try to go up there and try to get? Is there anyone that you're looking at specifically? Like, what do you want us to do? And I, I don't know. I, I think that's what a head coach should be, right? But I don't yeah. know if Bill wants to even... I really truly think he wants to get paid as a head coach but coach one side of the ball and coach the, and and talk about military strategies in in meetings i think that's all he wants to do <laughs> as, as a head coach he no longer wants to run a team and build a team from scratch which that's why atlanta always seemed weird to me like why take the two interviews yeah because it's the only two you had could like, be unless you know like like you know it could totally be Let's because that first interview is Zoom, right? And I, I have no idea what an NFL head coach interview last <laughs> is. 
right? It, is it mm-hmm. is it an hour? Are they on a Zoom call for like five hours talking football? Like, what is it? Right? Is it is it uh-huh. just a like a feeling out? Like, are you it's interested? Be formality. Or interested? What are your thoughts? How would you take this? And then you know, do you think you have? You're talking to Bill Belichick, and do you think you have X and O's on the board and he has to take a, a coaching test for his first <laughs> interview? He's been coaching for 20, 30 years. The man's got six cha- yeah, six championships. The first one has got to be of, hey, this is the owner. We're going to talk to you. Yeah. You're going to get a second interview. You're going to meet some more people in the organ. That's got to be all it is for someone like him. Now, for it- other people, it might be different. But for him... It's just got to be a mean greet. Two mean greets. <laughs> and it's Bill Belichick. He probably knows all the people anyway, right? Exactly. He's worked with them in some capacity. <laughs> He's seen them after 50 years in the NFL. He knows a lot Every of one of those people on the call, he knows them in some way or another. Whether it's just by name and face or oh, I've known you for 20 years. I'm the godfather of your children. Like, who knows? Like, <laughs> yes. you don't know. Yep. It's been around for so long, but yeah. yeah. Remember you beat us in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, How many people did he learn from that? Just like, oh, sorry. Sorry. That was a good game. He shook every one of those teams. People's mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. Do your job. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to think of any of that. He doesn't have a home. He doesn't. And he's not the Giants defensive coordinator. He's not. He could be the Cowboys. He won't be. There's no way. There's no way. If if you were McCarthy, would you want to bring in the winningest head coach of the second winningest head coach of all time to be your defensive coordinator? Does it matter though? McCarthy's not getting an extension. I understand that, but so, now, now yes. you bring in yes, this guy right him. below you. Yes, because what's what's the worst that happens? The best that happens is we win a Super Bowl because of him. They don't fire me because I win a Super Bowl. The yeah. worst, we stink, and I and I'm not signed for next year. There, it's that to me that for him, that's a win-win situation. If we win the Super Bowl, you're gonna either what are you gonna do? Fire me and hire Bill? You could, but then I still can get a job anywhere else. I just won the Super Bowl. I would take it. I would take all the help I can get in my final year. I don't care who you bring in. But it could also lead to a position where, like, you start off one and two. Yeah, and it doesn't it doesn't matter. One and two. <laughs> that seat was hot, real fast. <laughs> yeah, Jerry comes in, it's like you're out of here, and then he gives it to Bill, and, and then you win the championship, and then you really look bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're one and two, like that. <laughs> Dak sprained an ankle in preseason, so he missed the first two games. First, yeah, something like. Speaking of Dak, I don't know if we need to talk this. Did you see what I sent you? I didn't watch it, but I saw it, and I didn't have to watch it because it's insanity. But I it will. Is, it was absolutely insanity. I have no clue what Skip Bayless is talking about. His take on Dak Prescott was so bad. I don't want him to read the take. Or hear the take, but I will read the headline. I'd rather have Cooper Rush or Trey Lance, dot, 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 that I'm assuming then Dak Pratt, then Dak. He, says, na- Dak has he named out. Ev- almost every quarterback. He said, I would rather have Anthony Richardson, even though I've only seen him three games, than Dak Prescott. He said, it's a coin flip between Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones on who I'd have right now. Like, he... The, I, <laughs> 
I've seen, he said, I've seen all I can see. There's no way. When he said Trey Lance, he said, because Trey Lance looks like a gamer and I know he's got some skills and I know he's probably got more football acumen than, than Dak. I said, all right, Skip. I think you're starting to get early stage dementia. I, I don't want to say it, but it's possible. He's an, an engagement merchant, right? Right. That but it, it hurts because, because like you want to respect some of these people's opinions and then you realize like what's, I understand he's a journalist. Like I'm not, I'm not taking any of his journalism away from, but when it comes to talking sports, he doesn't seem any knowledgeable than anyone else who's talking about a microphone. He does not seem knowledgeable anymore. I think my favorite thing, I, I, I don't pay skip Bayless any mind whatsoever. I don't follow him on any social media. I don't watch his show. I've never watched his show. I see clips constantly because they're being shared for how insane they are. Insane. He, he came to Chicago and worked for the Tribune and was a Bears writer in the mid-90s. Mm, he must have been getting fired from everywhere else. He oh, was, he got fired from there Dallas. pretty quick. <laughs> he, was, he came from Dallas to Chicago. Mm-hmm. did not last very long there. And then when he became a thing on ESPN, I was like, skip Bayless? Like, I couldn't understand it. And it was the same thing. Remember where Jay Mar- Mariotti used to be on ESPN uh-huh. all the time? And he was a Chicago He's a Chicago guy. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. White Sox and guy. I, and I couldn't figure out why he, like, Jay Mariotti, that idiot. Like, he's on, <laughs> like, his his opinions, these guys' opinions were, were there was no value to them. I wanted to say invaluable, that, but that means good, right? That means, yes. they, were, they were worthless, right? They had no value to them whatsoever. And they were just insanity. And most of them were just cribbing off of what they heard on sports radio the day before. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Skip has this continuous platform and he, and he exists, the only thing I will say that makes me laugh every time, and it's the greatest thing that he ever does, and it's unintentionally funny, is when he does after a a after a Cowboys loss. He does his march into the the Go, kitchen, uh, the to kitchen throw, with the, the garbage can. Now yes. you know he's got his wife sitting there with the phone, holding the <laughs> phone up. And the last time he did this after the after they lost in the in the wild mm-hmm. round, the automatic trash can lid kept going down on him every time he went to go throw. Him. So he had to keep like waving his hand over to get the lid to go up. And then as soon as we never got it right, it it was seven things and never once got it right. And he's throwing away Micah Parsons jerseys. And and they they look like they've never been worn. They're still like Mm. creased from he He bought bought them just to throw them away. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, they definitely were still. They still had the folds in them. (laughs) Yes, they still creased. They've never been washed, never been worn, nothing. So it's just insane. He's so insane. He's he's such a, a, a just a drama queen, merchant whore, or uh, 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 engagement whore, right? Just everything is about that. And I get that that's what modern that's journalism is, but it's it's not. I, we can't call that journalism. We but just they do. Just, he does. <laughs> he does, but it's no longer journalism. He's got to know it's not journalism. It's it's what we're doing. We're not journalists. We're just we just have a take, and we're just just yelling stuff out there. It's what every fan has been doing since football has been televised or even on the radio. Like <laughs> what you've been doing. But why skip? I never understood that. Why him? Is it because, because he's so willing to just be insane in a direction? Because some people, when they say things, you you're like, 
oh, that was just a joke, right? That was, we, you can see, oh, okay, you didn't mean that. But when he says things, you're like, wait, did you mean that? And then you look at him, you're like, wait, wait, you meant that. And then it becomes that outlandish. Like his takes on basketball, because he he thinks he could have played some sport at some level because he played high. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, I, and we're like, you can't really believe that. You really can't believe that. And he does. And it's I think that's the reason why you get so much. Because some people say stuff just to say stuff, but he might actually believe it. There actually, you know what? I got to find it. There is a there is a tweet that is it's got to be Skip Bayless's burner. Uh, and I gotta find it. Uh, uh, but yeah, he's so insane. Like I, I don't, I don't understand, like how he, how he, how he gets that. Um, I don't know. Well, I look, I look for this thing here. Um, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Um, because I, you need the wording for it. I wish I had it queued up, but I don't. Yeah, no, he's a, uh, and. And it's become kind of popular to do to be that guy, and I don't know. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh It's really weird. And I, I know people don't like Stephen A. Smith. I actually, like Stephen A. Smith. I don't know why. I think sometimes he's a jerk as well. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows what he knows. And basketball is his thing. And when he's not talking basketball, he's talking from a fan perspective. Like he doesn't seem like, I know I'm the end all be all. Now, when he's talking basketball, he truly believes he's the end all be all of every of every conversation. Stephen A. Smith, to me, he just yells a lot. And that's, that's part of my that's like part York. of my problem with him. He's a New Yorker. Yeah. I, I, I through and through. He's, that's just what it's Mike Lupica. Not Mike Lupica. Not Mike Lupica doesn't y'all like Mike Lupica. Um, but um Mad Dog. Oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of Oh man, I used to w- listen to Mike and the Mad Dog when I was younger, and I used to think they were just it was so great on the radio. But now watching Mad Dog on TV, that's so great. That's so great. Yeah, I, I, it, actually, any sports radio is tough anymore, and and I think it's. I, I listen to local sports radio out here because we don't have a professional team. Um, it's it's mostly college sports here, and it's not that bad. I actually like it. The horn out here is pretty good, um, but I, I kind of like them because they're just like Cowboys fans from afar, so they hate them just like I do. But they just don't want to say it because they know half their audience is Cowboys fans. <laughs> but no, it's a. Uh, I, 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 that's that's really all I listen to now. I don't listen to anything on the radio that isn't sports talk radio. When I go on my, my trips for work, I find the ESPN radio and listen to whoever's locally over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I can't do it. I used to listen to Chicago sports radio a lot. It's just too much because it's just everybody just the ta- the takes are pseudo intellectual complaining constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody just kind of given. The, I just can't do it anymore, and I I know. 
I love it. Especially when they especially when they uh they let the local fans call in and they're just so upset. Like I t- when I was in Boston for work listening to the, <laughs> the Bailey Zappy Mac Jones cut. Oh my god, I couldn't get enough of it. It was great. Those people were calling in. Oh it was so great. So the last time I listened to like any of sports radios, I was listening to the Bears game. And it was back when Fields was hurt and they had uh, Tyson Bajant in there. And so at halftime, they would take calls. And I'm just like, why are we taking calls? Why are we taking calls during a live Bears game? Game's not even over yet. And there are like three or four very distinct sorts of Bears sports call callers, right? You get the one that's like this and he'll just remind you of like 1946. There was, you know, this happened and then. But the majority of them are like, they mispronounce names. They talk like this <laughs> all the time, right? So, you know, they... Is that a real voice or is it, is it, is it, is it a fake voice? It's is a it... real voice. This is how they talk in a lot of Chicago like this, right? And so uh, what's funny is those are the people that feel like the sp- super fan skit, the sketch that used to be mm-hmm. on was something to take pride in as opposed to like, <laughs> oh, it's New Yorkers making fun of Chicago people, right? So that's what it is, right? But they're always they'll always say stuff like, oh, that you know, I like that Tyson Bajant kid. You know, he's clearly a better quarterback than, you know, Justin Fields. You're like, clearly it's like so <laughs> those, right? Or or back in the day, you know, we need to we need to get more of that Josh McNown's in there, you know, because Jay Cutler, he just doesn't have the heart to go out there and play and like Jay Cutler doesn't have the heart. It's it's always up. You know, I don't like Jay Cutler because he looks angry. He doesn't look like he wants to play football. He's angry on the sidelines and he his teammates clearly hate him. You know, stuff like that, right? <laughs> like, where are you coming from? That's those are the Chicago takes. I can't stand Chicago sports callers. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm never gonna find this tweet. But anyway, the tweet was something along the lines of I think I would be able. I I, I I could score a touchdown in football. I could accidentally hit a home run. I could score two points in in basketball for sure. But if you want me to play a game of hockey, there's no way I could handle it. Those guys are insane, right? So there's there's lots to unpack there. It's because you can't ice skate. That's obviously you just believe that ice skating is the toughest thing ever to happen. Apparently, I, I could easily score a touchdown in the NFL. I could probably accidentally hit a home run. No, <laughs> you're not. Gonna, this man is not going to. There's no accidentally home runs. There's no, uh, now the one that's m- maybe the most likely is the score a point. Score score a basket in the NBA. That's if you just get the ball, and you just throw. It. You just chuck it up. Yeah, you got a better chance. Is, yes, there's a level of percentage chance that uh, will eventually go in with mm-hmm. a long enough timeline, right? So I guess that's true. But listen, you know. if I had to pick my choices, I, we've had this before. I think I could get, I think I could get a couple yards. I, I, I think you can. I, you can. I, I think, guarantee you I think, can. I think, I think you hand me the ball. Nope. I think I could get a couple yards. I don't know how I, many. I don't, t- every time I look at 10 yards, I go, that's a lot of yards. It's 30 feet. It's a lot of yards. <laughs> that's, Here's that's the thing is, you, when you get the handoff, you still have to go a couple yards just to get the line of scrimmage. I do, but I hope I'm hoping that the guys up front do something. Don't make me have to make a move because if I have to make a move, it's over. Oh yeah, what you what you have to hope for, or or you need to do yourself, is to last Boy Scout it. 
<laughs> just pull a gun out. <laughs> That's the only way you're getting. Nobody tackle me. Nobody tackle me. <laughs> you just start shooting people to get until you get your few yards, and then and then you turn yourself in. I guess I don't know. Um. That's about it. That's your only chance. We we, I'm we are... you know something. I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I have to cut this off. I'm watching the Knicks about to lose, uh, and it's killing me. I'm gonna cut it off. I'm gonna cut you it off. To. Don't worry. Cut, cut, cut it off. They were up by thirty when I cut it off. When I when I cut it off. That's rough. Who are they playing? Yeah, they're playing the uh, Mid- uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and I came, turned it on. They were up by ten with three minutes left to go. It's now three. Mm. With a minute and something six to go, I can't yeah. watch. I'll I'll, I'll figure it out at the end. Okay. I'll figure it out at the end. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that happened. What do we need to talk about? We need to talk about. There's a football game coming on. We'll we'll leave There's that. A football There's game. a football game coming. We'll, we can leave that. But there is uh Okay, I have to ask because me and you had a conversation. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Pro Bowl? <laughs> I uh, I've never cared about the Pro Bowl in any capacity. Okay. Uh, I like the like. And well, let's well, sorry, sorry. Let me ask a better question. Where does it rank in your term in, in, of of all star games? Bottom. It has to. Absolute bottom. It has for to. me. It goes baseball, basketball, okay. hockey, and then. I and like. Then I think for me it's basketball, then baseball, because mm-hmm. baseball has. The home run derby, right? Mm-hmm. And the game. Yes. Besides that, I don't know what else they had. It I always I always thought the game was was the good part about baseball. Because oh, because baseball is being played at a high level. At a high level. <laughs> but high now level. I will say this. I enjoyed the baseball all-star game better when everybody wore their individual uniforms. The uniforms. As opposed to like a National League uniform and American League uniform. See, <sighs> I have I'm di- indifferent to that in the NBA. I don't want you wearing your like they used to do. I want you wearing a a, a team uniform. I don't like the the uh every everyone wears their home their their uniform. Well, that's because I think in basketball, not everybody has home whites. Like right? Don't they have? Don't like the Lakers? No, Lakers have purple and they have home. Yeah, whites. They they have they have. Does a, everybody have a home white uniform? basketball or is there is there a team that has like i'm trying to think color that isn't white is a home every time i i have in my head i see a, a white jersey version for everyone's uniform i'm trying to think golden state warriors have one rockets san antonio has the white and blacks dallas dallas may not now but they used to so you don't even have to wear a home white. You hit, you can designate. Uh, yeah, which which one you want to wear? And then the other team has to have enough contrast. I don't know. Like, there's just something about baseball where they're all out there. Like everybody's wearing their home whites, and they're all out there running together. I just thought about it. I like it. <laughs> I, they don't do it but, anymore, though. But to me, it's just you got the home and derby, great, mm-hmm. and then you have the game. That's All Star Weekend for the for, for the most part. Well, you know what? They also have the Futures Game too. Yeah, I don't really watch that. It's, yeah, I'm, me neither. <laughs> I'd much rather watch. What exists. <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather watch like 
basketball like um basketball has the three point competition. Yes, which is the, the better slam dunk competition. competition, which has gotten going going down a little bit. Uh, the skills competition. Mm-hmm. It also has the. It used to be the uh freshman sophomore game. I they they keep changing that game around. I don't even know what it is. I think it's G leaguers and rookies. I'm not even sure what the yeah, game is now. Yeah. But then you have the game. Mm-hmm. Which isn't quite high level basketball, but it's fun basketball. Mm-hmm. And baseball, I get Ho- hockey. I also get. Um, I like it. Like mm-hmm. I always thought, their skills competition was probably better than all the other skills competitions. Um, hockey has those like sharpshooting skills competitions and stuff. Like to me, yeah. those are really cool. You know. Yeah. Um, um base now football. The game, and like I said, I told you, I'm gonna get on my high horse. When Sean Taylor nearly killed that kicker in the All-Star game, that's prime. That's prime Pro Bowl. Prime. Somebody, no one told Sean Taylor they were playing a Pro Bowl game. <laughs> no one told him it was exhibition. He nearly ended that man. Mm-hmm. Then, and I saw something that said that was the last time real football was played in the Pro Bowl. They couldn't have that happen ever no. again. And, and and that's why I never really watched it because it was it was throwaway. It was yeah, they tackled, but they they, they didn't. You know, like it, to me, it was pointless. And you don't want you don't want your all stars getting hurt, <laughs> especially no. especially in a sport where injury is prevalent and some <laughs> of those injuries last years, right? Yeah. So you don't want that to happen. But yet they I, have to have a whole week dedicated to it. And they don't <laughs> they don't have to? They don't have to play the game. I'm just more interested in who gets elected. Like there's there's <laughs> yeah. more to the oh he's a Pro Bowler than there is to oh he played in a Pro Bowl game. Like but, I don't care about that. No, but then take the fan voting out because the fan voting is for who you want to see play in the game, right? Then does not make it a does not give the fans a vote when trying to decide who's a Pro Bowler. Pro is, that's what all pro is. But all pro is the best at that position, right? Yes. They don't do that for it's no all pro East and West or all yeah. pro AFC. That's just the best at that position, right? So if if that's what's going to be, I don't think the fans need a vote because stuffing the ballot to get your guy in there is does not make mean he's he's great. It makes sense when you want when it's a game that's going to be played and you want to see you know, your guys. Nobody in watches it. that game though. No, like, that, that's the problem. Like, nobody watches it. So I mean, you can vote all you want because you're voting for your guy and you want to see your guy win, right? Everybody likes to be right. So <laughs> yes, that, that's what that is, right? See, I told you my guy's a pro bowler. That, that's all. That's what it is. Yeah, because you you've been voting every five minutes. You got it on your phone. You got like a whole you got a whole farm of laptops all running and voting. Mm-hmm. It, you know? Uh. Yeah, I don't care about the game. Shouldn't care about the game. Definitely don't care about the game. And I do not care about the skills competitions. Wow, the skills competition used to be good, though. But they're fun-ish to watch. I'll tell you what I don't want to see. Dodgeball. Oh, no. I don't want to see dodgeball. I don't want to see... I I do like the precision passing one, because I think that's kind of cool. It's very video game-ish in a way. Uh, did you see the long snapper one? I watched that where they're trying mm. to long the centers are trying to snap through a hole, right? Like, okay, great for points. That's okay. fine. Uh, <laughs> it, it, there, the, I thought this was interesting. It was like, you had to hold on to 
several footballs and, and, catch, and catch a punt. A punt. Yes, and, they've and, had that one for a couple. Yeah, keep holding them, which I think is interesting in a way, right? Like you got last year, that. they had it dropped from a drone. Oh they no! Were, this year they're shooting from a jugs machine. Yeah, they had a they were, a drone was taking it up there, dropping it. And you had to catch it. I think, yeah. yeah, like so that's cool. Um, and and but but like best catch award where they're like jumping off of trampolines and like trying oh. to flip and catch and dive into water and stuff. Do not care. The <laughs> the closest to the pin competition. Do not care, but I think it's and funny. Golf is not even the same sport. <laughs> I think it's funny because these guys don't play golf, and they're just like they're worse than I am. Which maybe that's <laughs> what it's there for. It's like, oh, I'm better at golf than you are. Uh, don't care though. Just don't care. It could be better. Remember back in the day, the the ABC Wild World of Sports challenges. If what if they just did that with your best players? Like American Gladiator, American Gladiator soccer course with, with, with NCAA, with, with NFL players. That'd be mm-hmm. great. That would be great. Or even like um, Ninja Warrior. Yes, yes. Just feeds the strength, so we can actually say, "Whoa!" Like not only is Tyreek Hills fast, he's pretty strong too. Like yeah. stuff like that. Strongman competition. That'd be fun. Like, oh, that would be great too. Watching Miles Garrett carry a, like a telephone pole. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, uh, that would that would probably be more fun than what we're seeing. Yeah, uh, but I just want just wanted to ask because it, it was this week and a week of no football. It was what what was on and the I didn't, NFC didn't won, watch apparently. It. I guess that's... they did. They did when Eli Manning won. Again. See, see, there you go. It's like your guy, right? I like being right. Uh, yeah, I will cheer for the NFC and stuff. Uh, but I really don't care. Did and the Bears like, have a representative? Did did they have two? Anyone? They had two? Montez Montez Sweat and Jalen Johnson. Mm, if you want to call Montez Sweat the Bear, well, I guess we'll what? call him one. We'll guess we'll call him one. Oh, <laughs> you know, right. he, was a, he was a half season Bear. Did I guess the Giants we, have anybody there? Dexter Lawrence, one guy. <laughs> if you want to call him a Giant, I guess. He was there the whole season. Montez Sweat was. He, and the Commanders probably represent him too. We got one. <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> no way. No way. Commanders, they didn't have anybody, I don't think. Uh I, I feel there should have been a couple other bears that were there, but should have been there, but that's all right. I will yeah. say this though, and there is a legitimate bears tax that exists if you're on the bears when it comes to Pro Bowl recognition or all pro recognition. Roquan Smith existed on the Bears for four years. Mm-hmm. Played at a Pro Bowl level he all did. four years. Never made a Pro Bowl. <laughs> he got traded to the Ravens that mm-hmm. in in his all fifth, pro. I think he's been, he's and been... then he became a Pro Bowler and All Pro <laughs> instantly. And then this year, Pro Bowler and All Pro, he's vaunted as the greatest linebacker that's that that's in the game right now, which is not true either. Because it's Fred not Warner true. Is, it's not. He's true. very very good. I he's love Roquan very Smith. good, and you he's knew very, he very was good. good. Yeah, I know. He's very, very good. I I love Roquan Smith, but I just think there's a Bears tax that exists when you're on the Bears. <laughs> or t- t- take uh, 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 my guy DJ Moore from this year. He mm. he led. He, he had career totals in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He had uh, 1,370 receiving yards, I think, and nine He had touchdowns. a really good year. He had a really good year. It was not. And then even when... 
uh, alternates. Uh, alternates? Mm, nope, not involved there either. Um, mm. So it's all. I mean, it is what it is. That's fine. <laughs> I'll say T.J. Edwards though, too, uh, middle linebacker uh, for the Bears came from the Eagles. Buffalo. Did Bears. you put for Buffalo, right? That was Tremont Edmonds. Tremont uh, Edmonds. Okay, and he had a good season too, but not a Pro Bowl season. T.J. Edwards had a Pro Bowl season. <laughs> uh, with like he had. I want to say he had 600 tackles. Uh, <laughs> he didn't make all pro with 600 no. tackles. Yeah, like 600 man. tackles and like 14 interceptions and two fumble recoveries, something like that. It was it was like really high numbers, uh, <laughs> higher numbers than a lot of the Pro Bowl linebackers that did make it. But they, just, they vote him in. The fans get one third of the vote, so you got no stuff to build it. Exactly. I think the uh, players get a third. I think the media gets a third and uh, fans get a third. So Yeah. It, uh, there's a lot of it is name, right? Uh, oh, definitely. Name gets you even, even amongst players and uh, coaches or whatever, you know. And uh, it's not a surprise that the Cowboys fans, the Cowboys always have a large number of people. Mm-hmm. They have a large number of fans. Yes, they do. Right. They do. So like you look at why, why are you there, Ferguson? Or like, you know, whoever's there, their kicker should have been there. CD lamb should have been there. Maybe in Dak Prescott. That's probably about it. Uh, and Micah, Micah Parsons. Yeah. And Duran Bland. And then Duran Bland. Maybe they should have had a few people. There. Maybe they deserved they had a lot, it. And a lot of guys, right? And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I, can I say this though too? The winner of the the quarterback accuracy competition was Baker Mayfield. Mm. There was a point where it was this was this was it was C.J. Stroud versus Baker Mayfield in the finals, but that you also had uh, Gardner Minshew. It was a Pro Bowl quarterback, and he was a backup this year, and he will not be a starter next year, not on Indianapolis, <laughs> uh, unless of course Anthony Richardson gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Tua, and you had somebody else too. I can't. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts on the NFC side. Uh, Geno Smith. Uh, somebody else. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a, a world beater list of uh, quarterback talent. And then, no, you, no. You, then you don't get the Super Bowl guys, but whatever. Yeah, but. Uh... I could. I don't care less about seeing Brock Purdy in that event. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know if Brock Purdy could throw the, the sixty yards to get it in there. <laughs> now without it bouncing <laughs> off of somebody else's hands. <laughs> yeah, if you put uh, Kendall Vildor down there, <laughs> let it bounce off of his head. Um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, I guess we got big thing coming up this week hall of fame inductions are on thursday during the uh during the awards presentation now we did the awards last week but we have the hall of fame list let me pull up the list here here i don't know if you can read it tough list it's, it's a good it's got some good people and i think yeah it does now there's no set number but between four and nine is what will be elected into the hall of fame Okay. There's a few of them that are stars on there that are the senior editions uh, or whatever. Pick one that you know for a fact will get in. Ooh, that I know for a fact will get in. Like if you were if you were gonna put money mm. on, it, pick one. I got my guy. Oh man! I'll it's... go on the list: Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson. 
uh, Jari Evans, mm-hmm. Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, uh, Randy Gradishar, that's a, a that's senior a, a guy, old, uh, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, Steve McMichael, uh, Buddy Parker, Julius Peppers, Art Powell, Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. I, if I had to, oh man, just one, so, so, uh, one that you know for a fact. Get it. It's got to be Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. That's going to be. Yeah. When 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 you talk about tight ends, you may not bring his name up as, but you look at his numbers. He's going to be. He's up there with them. He's up there with the Tony Gonzalez's. He's up there with the uh, man. It's really just Tony up there with the Gronkowski's. He's up there, and he mm-hmm. had a very long career. I think he's one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. And for this list to say this, how many people are top five at their position all time? I would say he is a top five. One of the few people that are on this list that I think are top five all time at their position. At their position? I, I actually, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, 955 career receptions, 11,841 career yards, 116 touchdowns. Yeah, it's uh, good. Over... The list is going to change because, of course, you're going to have Travis Kelsey that's going to break every record. You probably have, I don't think you're going to have Kittle in them do it, but Kelsey's definitely going to shatter every tight end record yep. <laughs> known to man. So it may push him down a little bit, but not that far. Eight time Pro Bowler, three time first all pro. Um, let's see, 17th in career receptions, 31st in career yards from the tight end position. Seventh in career receiving touchdowns from a tight end position. Yeah, I don't former know basketball how, player. Yeah, I don't like, know how, <laughs> how you don't put him in. Uh, he was always but, one of my favorites. Yes, but it's I, his first I, year. I like Philip Rivers. You were never a big Philip. You didn't like Philip Rivers because of the Eli Manning thing. I know. I, I just, I just think that he had way too much talent to not go as far as he did. Like when you're talking about the list of people he had that that played with them, you're like, that's we're, we're talking about a Hall of Fame tight end. A Hall of Fame running back, running back yeah. like <laughs> you talk, you talk about that talent to not get to. Philip Rivers will be a Hall of Fame quarterback too. And he'll be a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they had wide receivers during that time. You so not they may not have been Hall of Famers, but for him not to go that far, that's my only thing. That's why I don't I don't hate Philip Rivers. I just think he never he never went that far. Philip, it is the Chargers are the greatest example every year of how much a team sports football is. How you have to be good. And but they have, to, they I have the talent everywhere. And, and the year the year they went to AFC Championship, who did they lose to? Was it the Colts or was it the Bill? Yeah, it was either it the was Colts Tom or Brady. the Tom Brady. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? Like it, It's a lot like playing in the 90s in the NBA in the, in the, in the East. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, you, there was the six years no, that Jordan there, won a championship. There's not, it's not, it's not comparable because guess what? Nobody was beating Jordan. I know Tom was losing. 
Oh, Tom did lose. This lost was two times to Eli Manning. I not know. just I, that. Not just that. There's times where they didn't even make it there. Oakland beat them. Like Oakland made it there. The Colts made it sometimes. Denver made He wasn't. It wasn't like they won every single year. The Pittsburgh Steelers made it. The Ravens made it. There's I, so I many teams that made it. You know, teams didn't make it. The Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> you see I, what I'm I saying? Get hey, that's it. I get that, but only one team can make it every year, and the the goddamn Tampa or the Tampa Brady's, the uh, New England Tom Brady's, went a lot nine times, eight times. They went a lot. They went a lot. That's a lot. Peyton Manning's Peyton Manning's went three times: once with the Colts, twice with the Broncos. Right? Twice with the Colts. They, they lost to the Saints, and oh, they yeah. lost to the they beat y'all the Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they they went several times. They the went. Ben Roethlisberger's went twice. Yep. Right. So it it wasn't. Joe Flacco like, went once. Yeah, that that's that's an anomaly. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it was there were teams but it happened in there. One time. Like, it definitely was. But if you were to pull up the list of uh, starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl during that that span, you see the same names a lot, mostly on the AFC side. Yes, that that's true. But he, if you're going to call him a great, and you give him great talent around him, uh-huh. shouldn't he at least have made it to the game? There's lots but, of guys that don't make it to the game that are great. Who? Dan Marino never made it. He made it. Oh, um, yeah. We're talking never made it. Oh well, wrong, <laughs> wrong window. I'm going to try to. Find, I was going to Google great quarterbacks that never made the Super Bowl. Great quarterbacks that never made it to the Super Bowl. Bill Rivers' name is on that list. Probably number one. Warren Moon. That's the first one that pops up. Warren is a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, he's great, too. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no doubt about his greatness. But I don't think he ever got a team as good as the um, as good as uh, any of the Philip Rivers teams. Yeah. You know, it stinks. I'm looking at the list and most everybody, everybody on here that Philip Rivers is number four on the list here from CBS. He didn't make it. Jim Kelly's number three, but he went like a hundred times. Yeah. Fran Tarkenton. Didn't he go with the Rams? Not the Rams, with the uh, Vikings? Uh, yeah, maybe. The Vikings never won. Yes. Uh, but made it to three Super Bowls and lost every single one of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Dan Marino. That's what I'm saying. Of all that list that you said, Warren never made it to a Super Bowl and Phillip Rivers never made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's only 10. Uh, I'm sure if you extended the list a little bit longer, you might get others. I don't know. Uh, I, that's just my thing. And I, he's had, he had the talent around him. That You talk about a team game. He had a team. He, he had, had a team, team around him. Right? But, you Wasn't know, it Marty Schottenheimer? Wasn't he the coach at the time? Yeah. Little Marty. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I don't deny his talent. I just. I, I, Antonio I, Gates I, is definitely a Hall of Famer. Yes, that's where we that's where we're at with this. Hopefully, he's there. Uh, I have my Homer pick, which is Devin Hester. I don't know. I, that's that's not your home, just the Homer pick. He should be there. But yes, uh, but when we're talking about greatest at the position, he is the greatest kick returner to ever play the game. Uh, yes. Could, He's the reason rules changed for a lot of <laughs> kick returning rules. Uh, no, he's if, if you're going to have a special teamer in there now, he's yeah. it's got to start with him and maybe end with him. 
Some people yeah. talk about remember when D'Angelo Hall had that season where he mm-hmm. was going crazy. Devin Hester did it for a career, whole career. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not one season where he was going crazy. He was did it for his whole career. All right, so mm-hmm. that that's I feel like he should have gone last year. This is his third time being a finalist. I think he needs to be in this time. If he's not, then that's yeah. that's a real shame. But I'm gonna do. Oh, oh, let's pick one more each. I I don't know if he'll make it, but this time, but I think Julius Peppers deserves a chance. Uh, deserves yeah, spot in Hall of Fame. Being his number of his first time going, I don't think they'll give it to him. But maybe I like Julius Peppers. But if I had to pick one, if I had to pick my number two, other no, we said Davin Hester. My number three, I'm gonna say Andre Johnson. Yeah, he had a really nice career too with Houston. Lots of numbers. Pretty short, yeah, pretty short. But when he was there, it was explosive. I'd say the same thing about Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor is a guy that might need to be there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Willis's career was explosive but short. Darren Woodson is a good one. See, now Darren Woodson's a name that I didn't realize he wasn't in the Hall of Fame already. <laughs> yes. Which yes. I was like surprised. I was like, really? Fred Taylor, 153 games, uh, 11,695 rushing yards. Where, where does he touchdowns. rank all time on in rushing? That's when it comes to running backs, that's how I gotta put you in there. Yeah, it's, it's I gotta hard. look at the list. But you gotta you gotta realize who he played for though, too. Yeah, those uh, Jags were not good. He's seventeenth <laughs> all time in rushing yards. Oh, that's like right there with Tiki Barber's at. Uh, yeah, twenty fifth all time in rushing attempts. Forty second all time in rushing touchdowns. I can't do it. I can't do I, yeah, it. I can't do yeah, it. That's that's kind of where I'm at now. Like at first, I was like, it's got to be Fred Taylor, right? Um, wait a minute. What's his? His all-purpose yards rank. Uh, well, well, I'm I'm looking 54th at fifty-fourth uh, on all-purpose yards. When you look at the list, because you got to always look at who's there around that area. You've got Fred Taylor at seventeen. You had OJ at twenty-one, but we know OJ's career was what five, six seasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut, cut short. Cut off in his prime. If you crack this top, if you crack that top 10 list, in my opinion, you're a Hall of Famer. Well, let's start at the top. Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer. Walter yes. Payton, Hall of Famer. Frank Gore, will yet be to be Hall seen. Of Famer. I think he is. Yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't had five years yet. Barry Sanders, Hall of Famer. Adrian Peterson, hasn't been there yet. Hasn't been there. Uh, Curtis, Curtis Martin, Martin, Hall, Hall of, of Famer. LT, Lede- Hall of Famer. Jerome Bettis, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Eric Dickerson, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Tony Dorsett, Hall of Famer. Jim Brown, Hall of Famer. Marshall Falk, Hall of Famer. Edger and James, Hall of Famer. Mark I believe Salem, so. Hall of Famer. Frank is here. Frank O'Hare's Hall of Famer. Thurman Thomas Hall of Famer. Then number 17 is Fred Taylor. Oh, is th- does this become the cutoff line then? That's the question. Th- there's nobody <laughs> active <laughs> above him. No one. Nobody. Nope. Now, no. Steven Jackson, he's mm. right below him. Yeah. At number 18. He'd have to play a whole another two seasons. No one's going to put Stephen Jackson on their team. I think he's like our age. Oh, yes, he, he retired in 2015. <laughs> yeah, so, no so he's good. He's good. John Riggins, number 19, and he's in the Hall of Fame, but he was probably elected in the 80s. 
before yeah. half these guys were even born. Yeah, before when he was in the top 10 still. <laughs> but then below that, you have Corey Dillon. He's not going to get in. He's no. not going to get in. Uh, then OJ Simpson, who is in. Who's, who's in. But then you have Shady McCoy. Well, not going to get in. Work done should. Because as a humanitarian, as a humanitarian, a good person, yeah. as just being a great person, being a great person and a great running back, and he was on a terrible teams. Those <laughs> they won the Super Bowl. Well, he, but he was also on terrible teams too. <laughs> they weren't off as a team. That team that won the Super Bowl didn't win because they were they were an offensive juggernaut. Yeah. I mean, he, play, he played for eleven seasons, twelve seasons. Uh, Ricky Waters, Jamal Lewis, these guys. None of these guys are even active. Thomas Jones, Tiki Barber, twenty-seven. <laughs> Eddie George. Marshawn Lynch, Otis Anderson, Ricky Williams, Clinton Portis, Matt Forte, Joe Perry, Chris Johnson. Then you get to number 36 as Derrick Henry is the first active running back. Running back position has changed, though, too. That they catch two more. It, it, you just don't get the number of touches. Football's changed, right? So it's yeah, a lot like starting pitchers in baseball. No one's going to get 300 wins anymore. Yeah, but you still got guys getting. Tw- they they added another game. A thousand yards used to be big. A thousand yards. If you can't get a thousand yards, you really had a bad season. You know Kinda, what I mean? A, a thousand yards used to be a thing when there was twelve to when there was fourteen games to play. OJ Simpson didn't have a year under a thousand yards, I think. But they only played, I think, twelve games a season when he. <laughs> yeah. That's well, yeah, that's was- a seat. That's a feat when you get to twelve thousand with only twelve games or a thousand yeah. with twelve games. Now there's seventeen games. You have a seventy-five yards a game. You have a thousand. Yeah. So but- you would think that the numbers should go higher because they have a, a extra more games. But the position's done by committee now. There's not like teams do not have feature backs like they used to. But uh-huh. who? But the league leader in rushing this year, um, all of them. Uh, league leading rushers. Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey, but I'm pretty sure there's other people on that list. But like 1,300 yards is what leads it. 13? That was it? Yeah. No. Christian McCaffrey, is that all purpose? It's 1,459. But then the next person is Derrick Henry with 1,100. Yeah. Kyron Williams had 1,100 with 12 games played. Yeah, no, it's a it's a tough list. Yeah. So fourteen fifty-nine is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Which is twelve people with a thousand yards. Twelve people had a thousand yards this year. Yeah, so. but there's there's nobody nobody broke fifteen hundred, no no seventeen hundred no. yard rushers. No. Nobody's sniffing around two thousand. Two thousand. There's, like, there's more receivers sniffing around two thousand. <laughs> yes, than there you're are right. Running That's backs. correct. Right? So I think the running back position has changed, but that not when Fred Taylor played. Uh, <laughs> so maybe Fred Taylor is the cutoff until you get. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Fred Taylor, if because everyone above him is a Hall of Famer. I think if Fred Taylor hit twelve thousand, he would be in. It, he's going to have to. I think he'd have to get in with a light class, but they'd have to get some of the people above him out of here before they. Uh, before they did that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's there's no rule that says that you have to put him in the Hall of Fame. There isn't. There isn't. But he, you know, he wants to be there. Oh yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> and and you look at it, and you look at it. Yeah, if he doesn't get in, he is the cutoff. Yeah, 
and and then there'll be in the future like a guy like Derrick Henry will get in with less yards, and then then mm. every you know Fred Taylor truther will be out there. Well, look what Fred Taylor <laughs> did. The game's yeah. different though. That's what I said. Listen, I've always told no people: no active rushers. There's close, even close. Any in the top hundred? Derrick Henry, Ezekiel at forty. Then you scroll down. The next one is to Latavius Murray at seventy-seven. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Those guys are practice squad guys that get pulled up. Yeah. Now Nick Chubb at eighty-one, Joe Mixon at eighty-two, Dalvin Cook, who's at the end of his career probably, after only playing five seasons. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, who just played the same number of seasons, is number 90 right behind him. And that's it for the top 100 and, and rushers. Those are only actives, which is insane. It in is. My it is. Because think of it like this. To get to Adrian Peterson's number, which is 1419, 14,000, almost by 15,000, you'd have to have 15 seasons. You think there's going to be a running back with 15 seasons? No. Number 15 one. seasons it's yeah no, to get to fred taylor you got to have 12 seasons yes they're gonna be a running back with 12 seasons nope then then this is it this is it they can't they, there will be no running backs in 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 the hall of fame for a while they're gonna have to get cmc in there just if, if he wins now he's gonna have to find a way to get in but his rushing numbers aren't going to be how they, he gets in it's all-purpose yardage if you look mm-hmm. at the top 140 rushers all time, 134 is Russell Wilson, 137 <laughs> is Lamar Jackson, and 140, 140 is Saquon Barkley. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson have more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Is that what you're telling me? I That wasn't like a dig at Saquon <laughs> yeah, Barkley. No, no, that's what you're telling me. That is <laughs> what I'm telling you, yes. Mm. That's rough. Th- those are leading rushers. Those those are active rushers in the top 140, top 150. That's it. Like there's nobody that's rushed more than Billy Sims or Dexter Bussey. Dexter <laughs> Bussey played from 1974 to 1984 for the Detroit Lions. And that was no 10 one, years. He no one said that name until years. now for the last 20 years. <laughs> Probably not even his wife. Uh, oh well. Man. So, but we know Devin Hester's your one that, like, if you had to pick one, let's say, let let him in, that'd be it. Like, if you had an yes. automatic pick, only had one, it'd be it'd one be pick. It. It, yeah, that's the Devin Hester. <sighs> Except for if I knew for a fact Devin Hester was going to get in, then <laughs> I would probably pick uh, Julius Peppers. I like Julius Peppers. I also like Dwight Freeney. Yeah, he was always really good for the Colts. Yep. You got Reggie Wayne from that Colts team, Dwight Freeney from that Colts team on this list. Yeah. And then I, I guess think, oh, go ahead. I think we argued about this before, and I said, I think Tory Holt needs to be in there. Mm-hmm. This is his fifth year trying to get in. Uh it's always tough I, for receivers to get into. It is very tough for receivers to get in. It was that log jam for a minute, mm-hmm. but they cleared a lot of that. And I think now that it's clear. On this list alone, you have Devin Hester, if you want to count him as a wide receiver. Let's not. Let's count him as a special teamer. Yes. Tory Holt, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne are the three wide receivers on this list. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's tough. That's tough right there. Because like I said, I already, 
I already said I'd give to Andre Johnson as the better one of my favorite wide receiver of all those those three. Mm-hmm. And then would probably be Reggie Wayne, and then would be Tory Holt. So it, it stinks for Tory Holt. Stinks for Tory Holt. Plus, plus he was second fiddle on that team. I think Isaac Bruce was the. I think his numbers were. I think we looked at that. I think his numbers were still good, though. Yeah. Oh, they were. They were very good. They were right? short, though. Surprisingly, yeah. his career wasn't as long as I thought it was. Yeah. In terms of how uh, long he was producing at a high level. Yeah. 13,000 yards with 74 TDs. That's not bad. Yeah, the touchdown no, numbers. No, that's yeah. a lie. That's a lie. 2000, he had 1,600 passing receiving yards in two seasons. He's got numbers. Yeah, yeah. no, it's just, no, he was really good. Uh, <laughs> the greatest show on turf was a really good team. Yeah, but he was only they won in what ninety nine. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie. Yeah, well, that wasn't even his best year. His next year, he came back with sixteen hundred yards. Man, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. Maybe he was better than I thought he was. I don't know. I I used to think that it was like. Insane that Chris Carter wasn't in the Hall of Fame for the longest time, mm-hmm. and then he finally got in, and now it's like I don't have that same guy. That person, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Steve Smith is the guy that I think should be in the Hall of Fame uh, when he gets that opportunity, but his numbers probably mm, don't. I don't think so. Not with like, some of their guys, but then you got to remember who, what TV was on, and who was throwing the ball to him. Uh, it makes yeah. it tough. Oh well, I don't know. Well, I guess we got to talk about this week, the big game, right? Yeah. The the one that everyone's talking about. Um, eh, a, a little. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things. It's the Super Bowl <laughs> featuring uh, the San Francisco 49ers are still one and a half point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs uh-huh. in Las Vegas. Apparently, the Kansas City Chiefs have to practice at the UNLV Stadium. And apparently they, they complain this field is too no, soft. The 49ers are practicing at the at the you know that's one thing I was didn't realize. I need to figure out how is it, is it determined who gets home and who gets away? I don't know. This is alternate <laughs> years. I, I guess. Yeah. Remember this, remember the World Series used to alternate years. Mm-hmm. But and that was fine. Inside the all-star game. Which is like the dumbest thing ever. Maybe that maybe that knocks down. Maybe like the NBA it. goes. I don't like it. It makes the it makes the game reason to play. Makes, but it's it's yeah, but and it's but, the one sport where they can actually play a full game, and I you're seeing the that, best people mean, do it. But why, why that? Why is it who has? Why isn't it the better team like every other sport on the face of the earth has home field advantage? Uh, especially when you're when you're not playing a neutral site, right? Yeah. Hockey plays at home stadiums. Basketball plays at home stadiums. Correct. Baseball Correct. plays at home stadiums. You're right. You're right. It should be the best team, the best record. Uh, yeah. yeah, it shouldn't be that because then it might as well be just a coin toss. But but I could see that before interleague play was a thing, because yeah, you could put a you maybe you're in a a conference that's a league that's not that good this year, and you just racked up a hundred and something wins against a bunch of. That nope. doesn't mean you make the World Series though. You're not automatically there. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But your but your record is inflated because of it. Potentially, 
Remember that Mariners team that won like 120 games and they yep. got bounced by the Yankees? <laughs> yep. Yankees are really good. Yep. Mariners, Mariners were kind of what you just said. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All right. So I, I think the 49ers are the home team, I think. But no. the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs are the home team. Chiefs are the home team. That's why the Chiefs get to practice at oh. the um at the actual stadium, Oakland Raiders Stadium, and the 49ers are the away team practicing at UNLV. All right. So I'm gonna de- I'm gonna deter I'm gonna Google how do they determine <laughs> who is the home team uh for Super Bowl. But the autocorrect is how do they determine when Easter is, is the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. And, uh, who is the home team in the Super Bowl? The answer is, how is the home team chosen in the Super Bowl? There's nothing fancy about the home team determination for the Super Bowl. It alternates each year. Oh. <laughs> okay. From AFC That's... to NFC. All I know is if you're – I. I and then I so I guess the Chiefs get to choose which jersey they're wearing. I think they chose the red jersey. Okay. Uh, so that makes the holding calls easier to call uh, if you're wearing uh-huh. white gloves, right? So I think <laughs> yep. that's how it goes. I don't know. Um, what do you what what are you looking forward to in this game, if anything, Harlan? Oh man. I don't know. I think I, I'm, you know, my, my pick just mm-hmm. start out there is the 49ers. Yes. So uh, I want to see them give a very healthy dose of Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Don't even, don't even, don't get fancy with it. Don't sugarcoat it. I want 30 carries from that man. And I want, I want an old school run it down your throat. Cause yeah, I don't think they have enough talent on defense to stop that. I just, I don't, I don't let Brock Purdy be the game manager that everyone calls that says that he is and just put the ball in Christian McCaffrey's hands and let him work. But I'm also interested if I say that at what halftime adjustments Andy Reid makes, because he's been notorious for making the right adjustments at halftime to get his team the victory. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna be real honest. I do not care about this game one bit. <laughs> I'll watch it. I I, I I don't watch it, and the kids will go, "Who do you want to win?" I'm like, oh, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> um, I I'll tell you who I think is gonna win, and it's Kansas City because yeah. I cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes in any way. I just can't do it. I just cannot <laughs> say someone's gonna beat Mahomes. Now I think Mahomes beat is beatable. I don't think the Chiefs are like the the best juggernauts no but i just when it comes down to it i i think there's there's one of a few possible outcomes uh, well obviously there's only there's two outcomes <laughs> but i think there's re, there's paths to that outcome i think mahomes i think there's the chance where mahomes just goes insano uh and i don't think re- that's one of them and the receivers <laughs> decide to catch pass that's, that's the possible. reason why i don't think that was the good one because it, it requires other people or by Insano, it could be, uh, oh, there's Patrick Mahomes. He bounced it off his helmet uh, 40 yards downfield. And, you know, <laughs> and Travis Kelsey, do wide open Travis Kelsey, something like that, right? Or, oh, he, he jumped in the air and did a 720 and threw it down, you know, like like those sorts of plays, uh, mm-hmm. the Insano uh, plays. <laughs> I think the more likely is it's a defensive struggle 
uh, or battle back and forth. And I think I don't think uh, it has to be a defensive struggle. I think that the I think the better defensive team is the 49ers. I think the better offensive team is the 49ers. I just don't see like, but the funny thing is, I said that exact words when the Ravens played the, when I, the Ravens played the uh the Chiefs. I said that I, exact same thing. I think there's an argument made that the Kansas City defense is better than the 49ers defense. No way. Not with Bosa and Nick Young. No way. Chris jo- Chris Jones is not is not equal those both those guys. He's only one guy on, on exactly. That team. He's the only guy on that. No, defense. I don't know about that. I bet you if you pulled up the numbers, Kansas City had just as good, if not better, defense. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs twenty twenty four defensive. Stats. I think I, I think uh, I saw this that the the um. San Francisco 49ers, I think, was third all season, maybe second in offense. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs was like 16, 15th. Like in offense. <laughs> in offense, they averaged like 19 points a game. Not even 20 points. Might have been 19 or 20 points a game. While the uh um it was like 29 points a game for the the San Francisco 49ers. I'm like, and and then their defense was among the best in the league as well. All right, so let's let's go over the Chiefs' stats right now. You want to do offense or defense first? Start defense. Defense held opponents twenty one point four one points per game. Mm-hmm. Time of possession was uh, twenty nine minutes. Uh, they held opponents to three hundred sixty eight yards per game, and uh, one hundred seventeen rushing. That's a lot, uh, but that's twenty nine takeaways. Uh, opponent red zone attempts 56 opponent red zone conversions 32 it's uh it's closer to 50 percent. that's kind of what you want right uh i don't have the exact numbers in front of me third down i think is a big one let's see the third down here no they don't uh yeah so there's those offensively speaking they were averaged 28.24 points a game uh, 31, almost 32 minutes a game possession. Rushed 115 yards game. Almost had 300, almost had 400 yards of per game of offense. Uh, 25 giveaways. And a lot of those were were weird uh, interceptions, wow. bouncing off of hands and stuff. <laughs> Converted on 41 of 68 red zone attempts. All right. Now we need to see the 49ers. Uh, that was the Kansas City Chiefs. You just did over the 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. According to this, they were two in the league in defense. Yes, they were really good. I didn't. I didn't know they were second in the league in defense. They gave up more rushes. They gave up a lot of rushing, but they were stingy in the in the past. Mm-hmm. They were good. Let's see. Uh, where am I looking? How am I finding this? Uh, let's see. San Francisco 49ers 2024 defensive stats. Uh, you were right behind them. All right. So offensively, here's the here's the 49ers offense. They scored 25 points a game. 
They held the ball for 31 minutes, 375 yards passing, or 375 yards of offense, 127 yards rushing, 24 giveaways, converted on 36 to 54 trips to the red zone. On defense, they held opponents to 21 and a half points a game, uh, 103 yards rushing. They had 24 takeaways, and they held opponents to 34 of 60 red zone attempts converted. Hmm. I don't know. I think the I think Kansas City has, kinda... a, has a really good defense. I think San Francisco has a nice offense. I think Kansas City has a nice offense. And if it, if you were to say, if it comes down to Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy, oh, Patrick, see, don't I say think that. Patrick Mahomes wins, right? <laughs> don't say that. Yeah. So I I think there's an, a possible outcome where Patrick Mahomes goes nuts and does some insano, and everybody's like, oh, he's the greatest of all time, which he could arguably be that. I think there's a path of victory for either team where it is just a defensive battle, and it comes down to it's like one of those was one of those where the MVP is like here's a defensive player that it doesn't will never be anything again caught an interception yeah the court yeah he caught two oh, took one to the house scoop and score or something like that right I love those guys <laughs> I think the San Francisco paths of victory can be one of two one one is yours where they just control the ball and Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. runs for a couple hundred yards and it has to be a couple hundred yards I think. Because uh, yeah. they just have to control the ball that much. Yes. Or or there's the crazy, the absolute crazy path. Brock Purdy goes off. Or Brock Purdy goes nuts. I hope like that 500 yards passing. Like I, I kind of want to see if that. Happen. That happens. He will be anointed. I kind of <laughs> want that to happen. I kind of want it to happen. Have you have you seen that 49ers fans are basically subsidizing his house? No, I didn't see that. He because he doesn't make as being the last pick in the draft after taxes. I think yeah, yeah. they made like a hundred something thousand, something like which isn't enough to live in San Francisco. Yeah, <laughs> they said he was gonna have to move, and he was currently living close to the stadium. So they did like a GoFundMe for Brock Purdy's rent. Something crazy like that. See, I, I think that's gotta be illegal or something like that. Not, <laughs> not like. Against, against the some law, CBA or something, but but, but against the uh, the salary cap rules, there's got to be something that that says that can't happen because he's a who, who's to keep the 49ers from donating <laughs> from donating to it, yeah, a million dollars to it, right? You know, like <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, they, they're like, listen, man, this guy's taking us to the Super Bowl, but he can't afford his rent. We, we'll, we'll help him out a little bit. Can anyone do a GoFundMe though? Anyone yeah. can just go and do a GoFundMe. Yeah. So <laughs> now, if if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl, uh-huh. he's going to Disney World. First of all, he's going to Disney World for sure. <laughs> San Francisco has to give him a better contract, right? Yes. I mean, they don't have to. They could. They totally got one let, more year. They could. They could go one more year and let it happen. They got one more. But year. they could give him an extension. They could say, "All right, here, here's a five year deal with with signing bonus that puts cash in his pocket." After the season, they they would have to do that, wouldn't they? Absolutely have to because have the, to. The, the the they have to do that to me. In my opinion, anytime you don't want him to go to free agency, no, or come close to free agency, which being the last pick, they've only got him what for one more year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you don't want him going into the last year because franchising him is not an option, and you don't want him 
you don't want him on that that open market. So you kind of got to pay him and you kind of got to hope he doesn't win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> so you can lowball him. A but you want to win the Super Bowl. You like you can't want to win the Super Bowl. But let's say he comes to you as a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Uh-huh. What did you pay him? I don't know. I don't know. Lamar Lamar Jackson numbers? That's the thing. Like they would ha- pay him. I don't know. I, I don't think you could you go from hundred thousand dollars to, to two hundred and seventy-five million. I don't think you could logically pay him that, but I think you kind of are stuck. You, you, you have no choice. You have to pay him, right? You, to, you kind of like I said. That's why you don't. You kind of, if you're if you're the GM, you're like, all right, well, let's not let's not get too happy because he's gonna want that kind of money. If there's no. It, it doesn't go down and he's got a Super Bowl championship to back those numbers up. Something that uh, your boy in uh, Bengals guy doesn't have. No. Uh, no. Herbert doesn't have one. No. Lawrence doesn't have one. Allen doesn't have one. Lamar doesn't have one. Hertz doesn't have one. These are the guys that just all got paid. It would be difficult to not pay the, that man. The minimal bar that has to be cleared is four years, 160 million. He will make that in his sleep. The, 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 uh, if he, if they can get him for four million, four years, 160 million, the, the Daniel Jones money. Yes. They, in a second, I would sign. I'd sign him today. If they would allow me to sign him before the Super Bowl for four years, 160, I'd sign him. But that's like the bare minimum. Like that's the that's you have to clear because it's so weird because he's so he's been very good. His numbers are very good. They win when he plays. Would he be as good somewhere else? Probably not. Probably not. Do you want to take that chance? You have him and he's (laughs) really good now. But is it going to be just as good in five years? If you keep the same people around him, who knows? Who knows? He might be. He might he get might, better. And he, yeah, he might get better. That's a scary thing. He might get better to where those going to be some lean years where you can't afford to pay people. If you allow him to grow in that system, he may get better to where he can actually start winning games without the talent that he has around him. He's still very young. He's still. Yes, he is. And let's let's just say, I think if I'm his agent, if you come to if I if I pick up the phone and I go, hey, this is Purdy's agent, and they go four years, hundred sixty million, click, I hang up. Oh yeah, for I don't sure. need to hear it anymore. I, I for sure. I but don't like, need to hear it anymore. I'm just saying, there's like a bare minimum. There. Like it's yes. not. It's gonna be more than that. It's gotta be more than that. It's gotta. It's gotta have a two at the beginning of the number. But you hear I, you hear the, that number. I mean, that's like it's a shit ton of money. It's forty million a year. Think of what? it this way. I would think of it like this way. I'm going to pay him for this. I had two years of him making nothing. Right. Yeah. And in those two years that he made nothing, we got to an NFC championship game and a Super Bowl. Right. We like mm-hmm. I would count that as part of it. Yes. It's a five year, 200 million year. But think of it. It was seven years, 200 million. Like that's yeah. what I have to throw those other two years where we got him for practically nothing in, 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 in it. Because it has to start with the two. It has to. Because Hurts, 
Hertz did not have a he had a he had a great year. It was almost an MVP caliber year. And then he took them to the championship and they didn't make it. It would be almost equivalent to the year that Brock Purdy had. Brock Purdy was almost an MVP this year. He was taking them to the Super Bowl. You have to start at Jalen Hurts number. If nothing else. Lamar is five to sixty. Yep. Jalen Hurts is like five to fifty, right? Yep. Yep. Herbert got paid five, five to fifty-five. And they said that uh, Patrick Mahomes may be renegotiating his deal. Yeah, remember when he <laughs> when he signed that ten-year, five hundred million? million you know? Yep. That's Herbert, now like, Herbert's five to sixty-two and a half. Not even a play, not even much playoff. That's the that's where you're gonna get hurt because he's on talent and you're on wins. Like you, you are Purdy, and you're saying I competed at the highest level. I could have, I should could have been an MVP. And Burrow, Burrow's five to seventy five. Took him to the Super Bowl. Took him to the Super Bowl. High pick though. That been the, hurt. The, been hurt two of the five years of his contract of his NFL mm-hmm. career so far. Those high picks, they 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 kind of warrant that, and it's going to be a tough fight for his agent. But I think his agent got ground ground to stand on, because especially especially if they win the Super Bowl, and now Proc Purdy is now living off of endorsement money because he probably doesn't have the super endorsements that he could have. But once he says I'm going to Disney World, the endorsements are coming in. He can live off that. He, he could take another year where they don't sign him where they don't extend him because now he's got money coming in from endorsements. He's got all this other money. He takes another year making chump change money and then see what they do when he becomes either unrestricted fridge, you know, they got a franchise tag him for 55 million. Yeah. Then you, you, know, gotta... you know who else is up for an extension this year? Who has played his five years? Dak Prescott. To a tag of Aloha. Oh, that's a tough one. What do you do with him? You give him Geno Smith number money. You tell him to shut up. <laughs> no, think, no, you give is... no, you give him. He's in the two hundreds. I think now all of them are starting in the two hundreds, probably. But I don't. I don't think he's in the two fifties. He's probably two hundreds above Daniel Jones, but maybe five years twenty. Five years to twenty sounds about right. Two, two of this is his fifth year of his rookie deal. You don't want to. You don't want franchise a quarterback. Just don't do it. No, you do not want to do that. <laughs> Just don't do that. So, but, but Tua threw for forty six hundred yards and twenty nine touchdowns this last year with a one hundred one one rating. Yeah, he threw for thirty five hundred yards last year, but he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He's good. Like I said, he thinks yeah. he should be in the two hundreds. Probably not to. I still said five years, two twenty, five years, two thirty. Coming under hurts, coming under the, the people who've had more playoff success. Well, the only person on, that's the only one five, on two, that 65, list, man. <laughs> that I I don't know. I they're you're giving him that on potential. You know how I feel about him. I, yeah. I but I I wouldn't have given him that. But whatever. The you other know, people who have had. Oh, go ahead. No, a lot of people have had playoff success. I'm re- I'm rewarding the playoff success that they've had. Trevor Trevor Lawrence is entering his fourth year of his rookie contract, which allows him to negotiate. Negotiate, and they need to negotiate right now. 
They did should do it right now. You should never wait till the fifth year. What what do you give him? Um he's a number one pick, so that's he's the number one pick. That stinks. Him being a number one pick it does hurt you in this in he's this. He's won a playoff game. Yep. Yep. You got you gotta pay him up the top. You gotta pay him up there. He he's just been a, he's been a good quarterback. I know he had a few about Trevor Lawrence, but I, I think his you see a future with him? It, yes. I it's, not with that team. But they I, I, as not the construction of the team. I, I think the, I think the, I, and I don't like Doug Peterson. I know you like Doug Peterson. <laughs> I like I that. don't think he's a very good uh coach. Um but he, uh, I don't know. He's a bit of a turnover machine too. There's here's here's the thing about quarterbacks and rookie deals. A lot of them don't get extensions, but which is but the last this last batch has done pretty well, but there's a lot of them that don't. Trevor Lawrence should. He, he I should. Don't know, I don't he's know playing, he's playing. He's playing well enough on that team to get an extension. Yeah. Um, the problem is, as an agent, you're going to want top dollar for your number one rated yeah. quarterback. If you want us, you've got to pay to keep us. Mm-hmm. That's just how you do it. Until otherwise, can you do better without me? The answer is no. And every quarterback out there who knows it. And like I said, I think Dak Prescott's going to get re-signed this year. And who knows what his money is going to be. It's going to be stupid. Yeah. And. But Dak hasn't taken the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. Nope. He has not. uh, He's only won a handful of playoff games. One. Uh just or one? two. I think it Maybe might. Two. I think it's one. I think it might be two and five. Is this? They've never gone to an NFC Championship game. Never. Never. I mean, the Cowboys as a franchise haven't gone since the nineties, but Dak <laughs> hasn't led them to one. Mm-mm. So, but what Dak do you is, do though? Dak is Dak is really good. Dak's a really good quarterback. Like I take. What do him. you do? What do you do? What do you, you? What do you do? That's the thing. So there are how many? There's got. There's probably a, a minimum twenty teams that would take Dak. Right now, as opposed to a normal quarterback. Yes. Like if it was just a straight up swap, yeah, take Dak Prescott right now. Yep. Same thing. Would that same number of teams take Brock Purdy? I think they think they can get him for less than Dak Prescott. But, which... but like, so if, if, if uh, 31 teams were, uh, it was announced, the NFL made a rule. All right, 31 teams that aren't the 49ers. You can swap your quarterback for Brock Purdy. How many of those oh. 31 teams would go? All right. Oh, the bottom half. Maybe bottom, bottom 15? I, maybe? I think maybe the bottom 20. The bottom 20. So the so the top 10. So uh, not the bottom, not the bottom twenty. Sorry, twenty to thirty-two would take them. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, the top twenty. I think the top nineteen probably are okay with what they have, and that sounds like a lot. Rock Party's been really good, though. He has, but how many of them think he's a system quarterback? He is good in that Why system. Everybody thinks he's a system quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So if you think that you can't mimic the system that he's in, then you don't, you don't do it. 
where how many people think that you think they think Dak Prescott's a system quarterback or they think Dak Prescott's just a system quarterback. Exactly. You think think he's just a good, he's a great quarterback. So I think there are more people who would swap their quarterback as is right now for Dak Prescott than as is right now for Brock Purdy. I think how many many teams would take Kirk Cousins? Oof. Probably the same. I can't sign him long term. No, that's probably that's the problem. Right, but I can't I mean, sign let, let, let's if, say, for a, re, a, a rental, a two-year we'll rental, we'll like say, I got Gino. It's, it's, it's three years, no matter what you do. Three years for Dak, three years for Kirk, three years for Brock Purdy. But for three years, he's your starter. In that order, I have to take the veteran. So it's got to go Dak, then it's got to go Kirk, then it's got to go Purdy. What about Tua? I'm taking Purdy before I take Tua. That's wild. <laughs> I'm taking, but I, th- I think they're very similar quarterbacks, though. Uh, but I think two is better accuracy wise. And uh, once the reason why I'm taking Purdy, he's shown over above all of those others. He's got that it quality. He got that I oh, know yeah. how to win quality. Oh yeah, I mean that, that's a, a real quality thing. that two we haven't seen have. We know Kirk Cousin doesn't have it, and Dak might not have it either. Yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> that just don't have that, and it's weird because it's unquantifiable. It's total eye test. It's Unquant- total. It's totally subjective. Yes. There's nothing objective. There's no way to it. judge it. Just it's, you, it's you totally get. like he just he just got it. He can win, and there's just as many people that are argue against you as there are that will argue with you on that. <laughs> Right? Oh yeah, Brock Purdy just got it. Oh no, he doesn't. Blah, 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 blah. He's so lucky. Yeah, yeah. Every, every quarterback has a level of luck to their game. Correct. Of course, you need it. You need it. You but just have to have it. But when the ball constantly drops in your favor, <laughs> you kind of go. Bottom, like he, <laughs> it's like uh, I can't. I can't do yeah. luck all the time. It's just. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's holding somebody ransom in his his rental. <laughs> Right, that allow that imbues him with these powers. Like, it's like if you, you know, it, uh, okay, magical genie. If you don't uh, let me be a great NFL quarterback, then you know I destroy your lamp or something. I don't know what happens. I don't know what the rules are. He but got he's something. There. He's got something. Like that go. That counts. That counts. Right now, I can't. It's not on the stat sheet anywhere. But what is on on the stat sheet? Still MVP performance yeah, quarterback. Still crazy numbers. <laughs> it's like one of those weird things. So like I know, I know this argument is existent, uh, is probably as long as numbers have existed, statistical for sports. The number is not always representative of play, mm-hmm. and it works in both directions. Like, you, like <laughs> yes. I think, I think Trevor Lawrence's season, Please? his play was better than his numbers but his numbers are still pretty good yeah his numbers are pretty good this year i thought he played better last year though he did yeah I this think year his numbers are better because i think he had he they put a better team around him this year brock purdy's got crazy numbers and i don't think his play is bad and sometimes he's just got ice in his veins and you're like <laughs> how is this how is this dude the one well, that gets in this situation and wins every time yeah, yeah, because you for three quarters you, that guy wasn't playing on a game. He wasn't playing football for that guy. But that <laughs> yeah. fourth quarter came. All right, this is now it's time to turn it on. Yeah, but the, and then then you look at I, I I know it's definitely not a fair comparison, just because of Chris. But you look at a guy like Joe Montana, who was also a 49er great, who won a bunch for the 49ers, who may not have been 
compared to comparative to today's game, a statistical giant. Yeah. Like, I don't think Troy Aikman was a statistical giant. Mm. Uh, Joe Montana was not a statistical, statistical giant. I think Steve Young was a statistical giant for the time because he because of his running numbers and his throwing numbers. But Joe Montana just was the definition One. of that it, right? Like, he's <laughs> he's got that thing. Like, he can, he can throw a football 80 yards and knock a Pepsi can off the stool, right? Like, those are the things he can do. And when the game's on the line, he's going to put the ball where it needs to be. And yep. it seems like Brock Purdy has that capability too. And I think it'll be interesting if he does that in the Super Bowl, what the 49ers do and what like the, not the NFL, but like the NFL uh, discussion, the blogos, it's not really a blogosphere anymore, but you know, that, that Twitterverse, mm-hmm. that online discourse, what happens with Brock Purdy. He hasn't played his best football in his playoffs. No, at he all. Like he's had we, good drives. He's had good drives. He's and won the game. game, two games for them, for them. But he hasn't played his best football. We've seen better Brock Purdy. I, that's the question. Do Are we going to get the better Brock Purdy in this game? But once again, with the 49ers, do we need the better Brock Purdy? <laughs> like, that's why I have to vote for if we get the better Brock Purdy, there's a good chance that they win. If they don't. That's a good chance they might that's win. What, that's what I'm saying. There's a win. chance where Brock Purdy goes nuts. Like he, he completes 28 of 32 passes for 380 yards yeah. and five touchdowns. And you're just like, shit, I would have never seen that coming. But I think <laughs> there's a chance that that can happen because because of the way that offense works. Like he, he doesn't have to sling it 60 yards downfield. to he does, nope. His chunk plays originate 20 yards from the line of scrimmage and then they mm-hmm. turn into chunks. Yeah, no. I think a... it'll happen. I think that's what's going to happen. I think the Chiefs <laughs> will win, but if Brock Purdy goes Brock, Brock, perfect. If, I, if, yeah. <laughs> if Brock Purdy goes does a game like that, just back the Brinks truck up. Yeah, and he's like, getting paid. But he's then, getting paid. but then if that happens, like I'm so happy for Brock Purdy, and I like want him to win, and want and he gets paid. But then after that happens, there's the part of me where it's like. <laughs> I hope he fails. And the San 49ers are anchored <laughs> by this contract now and they can't compete. Like there's that. That's the hater in me erupting. I want oh. that to happen. Oh, see, see, I, I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that because yeah, it, it's something that can happen. Oh, I, th- I think, I think there's a chance it happens with the Eagles too. I think Jalen hurts. I think They're, he had a really good season, but what if he's just kind of good? He's not great. He's not 255 million over five years great. He's just he's, good. In order to be 255 million over five years, you need to go back. He doesn't have to win again. I think winning helps, but he has to show that he can go back. Right. If you're cons- consistently competing, then I think it's worth it. But if you don't, if they have another year like they had this year, or they don't make the playoffs at all. I think that's Ooh. possible. That's it's possible. very possible. And this it, might is not, their, it might not be as bold. This is their last year. This is uh, this their that Eagles team in its current construction. This coming up year is going to be their last year. They may be able to convince Kelsey to come back on one more year. If they don't, they're down the center. Lane Johnson is going to retire one of these years is <laughs> <laughs> then you lose your center and your right tackle. And then they're probably not bringing back 
Bradbury. Slay will probably not be back. I think they re-signed him, but he may leave after next year. Like they also I really, left after last year. They but they signed him again. So yeah. I think for a three-year deal. So but they probably got it out after next year or this year. But I see Slay. And once they start losing P- these pieces, it's not gonna be easy. They're gonna have to re-sign AJ Brown soon. Uh, Devontae Smith's concert con- um, contract is going to start coming up. They probably have one or two more next year to me is their last year with this currently constructed team before they have to rebuild and before they start really feeling the pain on that contract. Because right now, you know, to get that the first year or two of the new contract is low. You don't really feel it against the cap that much. It's so. Yeah, Devontae Smith is this is to be his fourth season coming up, so let's pick his fifth year option. Yep. You got all of those Alabama guys on defense, Nolan Smith and uh and I Jordan think Davis and th- this is AJ Brown's third year in the team or fourth? This will be AJ Brown's third year. Because he's only signed a four year deal, I thought. Yeah. So people are going to get paid. Yeah. I just I, I'm just wondering like those like those contracts, like just like Herbert. I know you don't like him. And and I feel like he'll be great, but what if they don't win? Right? What if they're just they're just stuck with that contract and a great quarterback, but they can't build pieces around them, which is very possible. It's right? very possible. Like you need you, you need a very shrewd GM that does a combination of drafting talent and bringing in the right free agents and extending <laughs> the right people, and you don't get hamstrung with those huge contracts from chasing names and stuff. I think it starts with drafting very good people because that's the cheapest talent you're going to get. Mm-hmm. It, it starts there, right? Like you, you And you want to keep them. But if you've always got the next crop coming up, you're less bound to have to pay for middle talent. You keep the great talent you have and you're less likely to have to pay for middle of the round time because that's what really kills teams when you're paying middle of the road talent like high price talent just because they're your guys. Like I, when Julian Love played for the Giants, I was a huge fan of him, but we couldn't keep him. And now he's a pro bowler, all pro for the Seattle Seahawks. But for us, he was middle of the road. He was really good. But did we want to invest that kind of money in that guy? Like, and if you're constantly bringing guys up, you don't have to. But sometimes you're forced to pay those middle of the road talent guys top dollar, and you, then you'll you'll never keep your you'll never you'll never do well like that. And the, the thing about bringing up the talent, the the drafted talent though, is a lot of those guys take two, three, four years to mature into being good NFL players. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a constant churn, a constant flow of talent you you have to your drafts you have to hit on three players you have to have three players in every draft be high high caliber nfl contributors and yes. the rest have to be just guys that fill in holes and are rotational but you need to be constantly bringing in three low contract guys every year that are filled one of the 22 positions and if your quarterback is already 60 million dollars a year it's not that one Right, so you have to to figure out where the rest are, and like the ones that I think they're hardest to to draft, uh, and have immediate impact are like on the Lions because they're just not NFL strong yet, and they 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 don't have that NFL quality to them. So, like, offensive line, defensive line, those are the hardest ones, those those are the ones I think take the longest to mature 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they do mature, they're the most expensive. Team they're team. Most, they definitely are. Yes. Oh, yep. Well, Brock Purdy's going to go off for 500 yards and the Chiefs win somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I pick the Chiefs to win, but that's your Chiefs. The Chiefs is your pick. So. I, I just because of Mahomes, but yeah. if Brock Purdy goes nuts, then Brock Purdy goes nuts. <laughs> All right. There it is. All right. I guess we got to be, we've been going at it for too long here. So, oh, yeah. Stuff. Definitely. Harlan's rubbing his eyes. I'm thinking about how I want to go to bed. <laughs> the Knicks did win, guys. So if you want to know if the <laughs> Knicks did win, they did win. I had to double check. I could. And so. the Bulls, Bulls won as well, man. I yes, they did. In overtime. overtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's those, those Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, this, this was uh, and I'm Derek. I'm Harlan. And he's out. out. Yeah.